Alright, hello and welcome to the next episode of the Benefit of the Doubt podcast. I am one of your hosts for today, Logan Terhagen, up in Wilsonville, Alabama. Uh, and the city that never movie. sleeps. You're where? Will- what? Wilsonville, Alabama. The city oh that never sleeps. I mean... Because the KKK I- riots are going on all night. <laughs> Yeah, it's worse than I thought it would be, to be quite honest. <laughs> so it's like, there's Wilsonville where I'm working. The nearest, like, functional hotel is 30 minutes away. So Jesus Christ. And, like, yeah, civilization, like, where you feel safer is Birmingham. That's that's the reference point. Yeah, Birmingham's all right. Yeah, but when Birmingham is like, wow, I'm doing well for myself. <laughs> that's Where's probably the... where they go to, like, buy their groceries and shit. Where's the closest ethnic, though? That's Birmingham. It's not in Williamstown or whatever <laughs> the fuck he's in. I saw one at work. Hey. Represent. But it was one amongst, like, ten. Did you so tell him to get out? I, I didn't have the heart to. Damn. I didn't know whether he was turned or not, you know? <laughs> Williamstown. That's crazy, bro. You're always in some obscure-ass white places, Logan. Starting to worry about you. Well, it's where they have to build factories, because they don't fair. want to build them near civilization. <laughs> also, speaking of white towns, but, uh, let's just give a shout out to myself uh, right now for step one in my prediction being right. The Oklahoma <laughs> City Thunder have been eliminated from the playoffs thanks to the superb play of one Donovan Mitchell, 38 points in game six. That's just not uh, how shout outs work. You can't shout out yourself. And to be clear, it wasn't the superb play of Mitchell. It was the the not superb play of Paul George. So. Or what about playoff mellow? I mean, turns out <laughs> that is not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it is a thing because even during the year, he knew how to hit a shot. I mean, it was, he went the opposite direction. It was hard to watch. It was painful. All I'm saying is they fucking dominated the Thunder. Oh yeah, they were better than the Thunder. That's fair. And now, after watching game one of the Houston Jazz series, I'm even more confident that they can beat the Rockets. What game did you watch? Just watch the game, though. Okay, think about it. I watched it. The Houston, the Houston Rockets against the absolutely terrible defense of the Minnesota Timberwolves, they shot like... They didn't shoot well in that series, if you think about it. They shot like 20-30% in most of the games. Against the Jazz, they just hit shots. You know, They hit like 60% of their threes. And if you do that, Houston's going to win. But, I mean, the Jazz were with there. The refs were with Houston. And, uh, I don't know. I just like the Jazz's chance to steal a game to ne- uh, the next game. I think it'll be interesting to see when this playoff officiating kicks in. I don't know what the hell is going on this year, but they're calling it real soft. Don't like it. but Yeah, I heard that it's like because um, the, the NBA officials are getting graded. So, essentially, if they miss calls they are less likely to be recommended to move to the next round, which they get paid more money for. So there's like an inverse incentive for them to like actually call playoff things. So they're incentivized to call ticky-tacky fouls so they get to move on to the next round. So I hope that it reduces as they go up the rounds because you can only advance so far yeah. as a ref. I mean, I did see that where they're like literally taking their uh, percentages on whether they're getting calls right, which I guess that is a good thing. It's just, it's kind of an understood rule that in the playoffs, you let certain things slide, and that's no longer a thing. Yeah, I can't imagine Tony Allen playing this uh, playoff (laughs) 
Mailed a foul down the first quarter. <laughs> like, I was rooting for the Pelicans to play him, but he, he might have fouled out. Yeah. Oh, well. What can you do? But, yeah, I just wanted to uh, congratulate myself on that excellent pick. Go ahead and send yourself a certificate. You want a cookie? No, Thank I mean, I wish myself... <laughs> Speaking speaking of certificates, uh, the everyone in the audience should know we have a Medal of Valor winner on our podcast. He's a real one, you know. This uh, this editor in chief that we have, uh, you know, given directly by Lockheed Martin, pure gold. I hear pure gold. Yeah, you know, I don't think we should put this on the podcast. <laughs> He's also a skilled military okay, okay, uh, helicopter okay. designer. Cut it. We should just cut it then. Uh, now we have to keep it uh, in. And <laughs> In forever, <laughs> yeah, in forever, yeah. If uh, um, if Lockheed Martin, God, I need to stop shouting them out. We're gonna get sued if they come knocking on our door. Why would your they door. get sued? We're essentially freely advertising for them, right? Well, uh, who secretly gives the Medal of Valor award? Like I've never heard of like that's a true. secret award. I, I, I was at the ceremony and everybody was talking about how strong he was in times of crisis. So, I mean, yeah. You know, you just, you give props to a man that can both produce one of the best podcasts on the planet and one of the best helicopters on the planet. So, congratulations. <laughs> Shoutouts to Mona Desai. Amazing thanks, guy. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. I'll, um, yeah. I mean, I'll bring it but, home, put it in a frame case. We're just glad to see you back on uh, U.S. shores. It's hard <laughs> over there. I'm, I'm, my PTSD hasn't kicked in, so... Ah. I never will. You're too strong for that shit. Yeah, mine too. Too strong. Speaking speaking of which, this is not the podcast where we address mental health. Uh, that'll be another one. <laughs> I forgot about that. God damn it. <laughs> no, you didn't forget about it. You just uh, had it on the back burner. Simmering. <laughs> we've been thinking about it this whole time. We're just letting it yeah, ripen. It's just, too, it's just too deep. I'm but, honestly uh, still speaking... collecting notes on mental health. Just so that I can be ready when we do it. Yeah, we want to make sure we uh, are are covering it properly. Yeah, that's the time. But yeah. speaking, yeah, speaking of acting in a crisis, there's no greater crisis right now than the crisis of Kanye West. I really would rather not talk about this well, right now. It doesn't matter what you want. I expect a a full debate. Okay, okay, okay. I'll start off the Kanye takes, oh, yeah. and then Please you two don't. can. Hey, hey this will be easy for you to defend, though. I'm just giving you a lob lob. Are you warming them up? <laughs> yeah, because it's like, you know, I'm going to have the generic, let's just say, majority of the country type of take, and I'm going to need you guys to, you know, come in and, and get the pointers of where it's wrong and right. I got you. Munnan has you as okay. well. No. He's not saying, yeah. he's nodding his head as he says no. Literally shaking my head right now. Shaking his head, yes. <laughs> why, why are you so reticent to talk about Yeezy? This has never happened. <laughs> that is true. You're always <laughs> good and ready to talk about anything Kanye. Wait till June 1st and the album drops. I'll be ready to talk about oh, it. Oh, people of my skin color aren't listening to the album, so that'll be a you and Logan conversation. Scoopity poop. <laughs> what a song, though. Poopity scoop. Go ahead, Logan. Fire it up. Poop. Okay, okay. You know what? Here's the thing. I feel like Kanye... I mean, you can hear it in what what is the song he made after "Lift Yourself" on a Ti? Who? Yay versus my the unabashed, Yeah, my unabashed love for Ti comes through again. That man is <laughs> the best. I love that guy. But anyways, yeah, shout out to Ti. But um, you know, like, I think just like I'm not. I think he's still the same Kanye West, the one that you know 
George Bush hates black people, that kind of Kanye West. I just think that it's just like, you know, he came up through the struggle and he came up through like just doing a bunch of hard work. You know, he put himself in the studio through the wire and he did it all through his own work and then he got rich. And I think when you look back on stuff when he's like this rich and you, you can't deny that he did it through his own hard work and everything. And he thinks that he's a trail setter and a, tra- and a trailblazer and everything. And then I think like once you have money, you forget that there are other struggles in life and that it, just because someone who works hard doesn't mean that they actually get rewarded for it. You know, he did have a certain amount of luck in his life because everyone does. And I think that once you have money, that's something that you forget about. And I think that he's just lost that perspective and that to him, he's trying to say, hey, you know, you know, if you just work harder, then you can be like me. But I just don't think that I think that he's he's just too removed from the situation to realize anymore. I agree that he is he has lost a bit of perspective, but I also believe that people are giving him a lot of shit for reasons that he doesn't really deserve a lot of shit for like yes the maga hat was bad but the whole reason he respects trump or he likes trump i don't think it comes down to politics at all if i'm being completely honest i think kanye's current knowledge of politics is that of a high schooler maybe but like or a college dropout maybe yeah there we go but Like, I don't think he's looked through Trump's policies and been like, wow, this is a guy I want to support. I think he's looked at Trump as a person. He's seen how Trump defied all odds to go and win the presidential race against someone that everyone thought, even Republicans thought she was going to win. And like, because Kanye, early 2000s, people told him he couldn't rap, he could only produce beats. And then, you know, Dame Dash, Jay-Z gave him the Rockefeller chain, told him he could rap. And then, 2009, he wanted to do fashion. People told him he couldn't do fashion. He launched the Yeezys, huge success. People were like, yeah, maybe he can do fashion. And, like, now he's trying to expand into other things. And I think, in Trump, he sees a bit of himself. And they told Trump he couldn't be president. They told Trump, like, he's not going to win. But he won and he is president. I don't think it's I don't think Kanye is respecting Trump at all for how Trump is doing as president. I think he's just respecting Trump for how he ran for president and won his with a race coming from a place of that no one would expect him to run for president or win. I don't I, see I don't know. I just I think also Kanye it's like you know, the reason that he became so great just like you said you know no one said he could rap no one said he could do fashion no one said he could do a lot of things um but at the same time i mean i think this might just be the first time where i don't think he can do it because i think the song ye versus the people was really illuminating in the sense that why did you um, say ye god damn it logan what the fuck yay versus the people my bad (laughs) ye ye (laughs) God damn you guys. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think it was illuminating in the sense that I think he believes that he can bridge the polarized divide of the country. And I think that's what he's trying to do. I just think he's wrong and stupid for it. I mean, there, <laughs> there is a lot to go into there. You said 
you don't think that he knows Trump's ideology, which, I mean, okay, I guess he doesn't. You could say that, but then he supports Candace Owens, who publicly ridicules and sells out black people every day for a living. That's all she does. She didn't defy any odds to become who she is, so I really don't understand where that is coming yeah, but if from. You, but. but if you think about it from Kanye's perspective, listening to Candace Owens where he is now, I think Kanye's forgot that he did defy those odds. You know, he's kind of turning his back on those odds because to him, he's just like, he, I, I think he listens to Candace Owens and he's like, you know, that's exactly what I did. Because if you just take his what? story from... No, 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 no. I'm not saying this is what I agree with. I'm saying this is what I think he thinks. You think he believes... Okay, I'm not sure where that support would come from. Candace Owens says shit like, black people need to forget about slavery. That's why we can't improve ourselves as a people. She is. I don't think Kanye knows she said that. That's the only thing she's known for. I think Kanye just sees her saying things that are... Pissing off black people. No, I think he sees her as a black person aligning with... Probably see he his whole thing is that he doesn't want to be Republican or Democrat. Like he wants there to be one party. This is the thing though. When you put on the hat when you support people like Candace, you as a famous, well known black person are supporting the oppressor. That's what that is. Those people believe and oppression, whether Candace Owens says it or not, that's what she lives by. She's like, y'all are going to do you, and you're going to be black. I'm better than you. I was put in my situation. Y'all should have done what I had to do to get where I am. Trump built his entire campaign on misogyny, on racism, and on overall hatred. So I don't think, I don't think you can align yourself with that person as a celebrity and get to remove the political aspect that's not how it works Kanye's not thinking about that stuff it doesn't matter I I understand what you're saying you're saying he's being irresponsible with how he's using his platform to speak and he knows that yeah people have told him that and he doesn't care yeah and that's reckless and hurtful to the black community it's it's irresponsible it's hurtful I'll give you He's being irresponsible. He I won't give you that he's racist. I won't give you that I didn't he's say bigoted. he was racist. I didn't say he was bigoted. I said he is helping people oppress black people. That's yeah, shit. See, I don't, he's not trying to. It All doesn't matter. Do, I mean, I, we're going to what he's wanting to do. He's no. not wanting to do any of that. He's not wanting to do what Trump wants to do. He's not wanting to do what Candace Owen wants to do. He's just wanting to spread that. a message that is irresponsible is naive but is frankly pretty kanye west don't get me wrong i do not think kanye west is as fucking bigoted as donald trump and i don't think he's a fucking black a self-hating black person like candace is i'm telling you that i believe what kanye west is doing regardless of why he's doing it is hurtful to our community that's why like and i am usually really good about separating people from work but, like, it is legitimately hard for me to listen to shit that he puts out now and not immediately go to that. Like, it's so hurtful. And Kanye is one of the faces of hip-hop. You could argue, like, right now, as far as rap is concerned, it's him, or hip-hop is concerned, it's him and Drake. Probably top two, right? Kendrick. I don't know if he's at that level. On the Kanye I mean, level? 
A Drake level? I don't think his his past few albums. He's become a household name. Either way, okay. Rap. Put Kendrick in there. Top three. When you have that type of power, you can't use it to hurt your own people. That's where you're gonna lose a lot of black people. And when you side with someone that believes in racism and misogyny and homophobia, whatever you, you think that Trump believes in, whatever Kanye does or doesn't know, it doesn't matter because you are aligning yourself with a person that oppresses your own people. And I'm telling you, that is going to piss black people off a hundred times out of a hundred. And it doesn't matter what your reasons are. It doesn't matter if it was for promotion. It doesn't matter if you think this can bring people together. No one cares, or at least black people don't care. So that's why we're done with it as an entire I mean, thing. I think, so like that's what John Legend texted him. He's we right. know because of the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah he screenshot yeah, it. <laughs> and like, on Twitter. Kanye replied, hey, would you, would he's you, doing hey, that would, because would, he's trying to spread, he knows <clears throat> that he's going to have to like get through this initial wall and to spread his message of like one party. And you can argue that that message is one that's irresponsible, one that's naive. I mean, even I, I think it is. But, like, he thinks that he's going to have to get through this to spread that message. He's not trying to he's not trying to do any of what you're saying he's doing. Yes, he's doing it, but he views that as just a stepping stone to get somewhere better. I'm telling you that intentions be damned. There's, what, what is better? What, what better is going to come of it? He th- he's viewing it as a necessary evil, though. Dude, this is another level. I'm telling you, like, you can't... Kanye has been a controversial figure his entire career. Nobody can debate it. But this is something you can't play with. Because this is an entire sentiment. These dudes, it's gotten to a point now where as a celebrity, your voice drives the way people think. And that's what's sickening about the whole thing. Is you have people that will literally look at what Kanye does and consider it right. Like... It's the thing is, he's not on either side. Like, but you, he, he went and wore the MAGA way. hat. He went and supported Candace Owens. And then the next day, he supported that, uh, what's that bald girl's name? Elizabeth something? He's like... Rodriguez, the, the chick from uh, the Parkland? Yeah, yeah. And, like, pretty much alienated everyone that hopped on his fan base just because he, like, liked Donald Trump. Like, if you've looked at his Twitter comments under his tweets, you'd I see... blocked him. <laughs> you just see a ton of like the day he tweeted that MAGA picture you just see a ton of MAGA supporters Trump fans in his comments being yeah Kanye West is my favorite rapper he's been my favorite rapper and then like the day after when he tweeted the pit oh tweeted the picture of Elizabeth the Parkland girl all those people were like never mind we don't like Kanye West anymore like he's not he's not picking a side and he's like his me- he's viewing everything he's doing right now as a necessary evil which you can argue is hurtful, is naive. It is like, hurtful. It's. It is hurtful. <laughs> at its, he's still the same person, I think. That has nothing to do with it. My problem isn't with Kanye West as a person. Right now, my problem is Kanye West as a social figure, as one of the faces of the black community. You have to understand that, and you have to accept that responsibility and not do things like put on MAGA hats, not do things like support people that are bigots. As part of it, because then you have people like at first when it broke on Twitter, when I was following every single tweet, you have people telling black people, y'all are wrong. This is just y'all being ignorant, telling people who they can and cannot support. This shit is beyond that. It's not Republican Democrat anymore. 
that's not what people are mad about. Trump, like, if you want to do this thing uh, as anybody can support who they want, like Chance got on Twitter and said, black people can be Republicans too. Like, yeah, that's fucking true. Trump is not just a Republican. That's not all he stands for. He stands for extremism. He stands for racism. And he stands for hatred. So, like, whether you think black people could be able to support who they want, I don't, if that's the point you're trying to make, it's moot because so you think you think kanye should have chosen i guess just for sake of argument a different republican to make his message or his point anybody that is not openly oppressing minorities literally anything else you can do i just don't understand it made zero sense it was legitimately like it threw me i just don't think he's thinking about it it doesn't matter that's why i, I keep we've saying agreed, it doesn't matter we've established the point he's being irresponsible I think there's a very large group of people that think he's racist, he's bigoted, he's like on the Trump side, which I think is very incorrect. I think it's still the same Kanye that said George Bush doesn't care about black people. Like it's it's a, he's just going about it in a way that yes is irresponsible, yes is hurtful, but he views it as means to an end. His actions are showing that Kanye West doesn't care about black people. That's what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. He's Luke, viewing it as Luke. later it'll help them though. Yeah, Luke, what would you say to this? It's just Kanye West thinks that what he's doing is trying to bridge a divide and bring two communities together, but the actions that he's actually doing are harmful to his community, and he do, he's Bro, he can't see that for what we, he thinks he's trying we, to do. We don't want to be on. We don't want to be on the same fucking bridge as Trump supporters. I don't give a fuck about unity in that. Like you can, the people that support somebody that is that racist or bigoted, fuck you. I give a fuck if you're on my bridge. Like, that doesn't make sense. You support a man that doesn't support me. We're never going to be able to be on the same bridge. He's trying to say there shouldn't be different people to support, though. Like, he's speaking out against what you're speaking out against. Like, you guys are arguing the same thing. We are not. He's just going about it in a very different way. Kanye is saying we can make peace with the oppressor. And that's bullshit. That's not what he's saying. He's saying there shouldn't, there should be no oppressor. I mean, you put the hat on the one. So what the fuck you want us to think? He's he's viewing it from a take one step back to take two step forwards type of viewpoint. Like he's doing the shit to get attention one, and then spread this message that like there shouldn't be any platforms. You want all independent. Yeah, I mean, uh, Con- not my me. Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> I, when I say you, I was referring to Kanye West, not you. Yeah, I think that's what he, I think that's what he wants. And I'm telling you that the way you go about doing that is by saying that is not by supporting Donald Trump. And he, it's clear to see that he believes just saying it's not going to do anything. Bro, just saying it wouldn't have pissed off an entire group of people. But he thinks. Do you that think was he necessary. can come back from what he said? Come back for who? Like album wise, his albums will sell the same. I don't think that'll make. No, I mean like like for for for. Do you think Kanye West can kind of redeem himself in the eyes of the community? I guess. Um no, because he supported the biggest hate machine ever. Like in our current generation, from when I was born, obviously not ever. That was a misstatement. But from the time I've been born, Donald Trump is the biggest figure of hate and oppression as far as black people are concerned in America. So, nah, not really. 
Okay, can you separate the art from the artist? That's a different question. I mean, <laughs> I don't, maybe it'll take some time. And if you drop, you know, another beautiful dark twisted fantasy or whatever, then yeah, I'll probably listen to it. I hope so. But right now it's hard for me too. But the only sample size I have is Yay versus uh, the people. So that was pretty politically driven. It's going to be hard to separate things from that. If his album is straight up political juice, then fuck no, I can't separate it. But I mean, it's just hard, bro. Like, I'm telling you, I'm generally good about this. I, me and Money talk about it all the time, how I'm on wax saying, like, with Chris Brown, I, I'm able to separate it. Like, I understand he's a <laughs> shitty human being, but he's pretty fucking talented. It's just, I don't know, man. This feels different. Where do, where do you, where are you on R. Kelly? Oh, yeah, fuck that guy. That's too much. <laughs> I can't do that. That's so bad. He's, he's a repeat offender. Like, he's multiple R- times R- sex predator. I can't do that shit. I was going to say, R. Kelly is like the gold standard of separate the art from the artist. You can't get worse than him. But, 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 it's a lot of black people that still bump R. Kelly, though. And I don't really know, like, but this, I, it's, it's gonna sound super shitty, but that almost, that, that did not hit me as hard as what Kanye was did. I'm gonna I be think, honest. Okay, what people, what has irked me the most is that people that have reached out and hit me up, I have people from high school I haven't talked to in like two years texting me, like, hey, what's your boy doing? Like, they're acting like suddenly he's not a good musician. No, he's still the greatest artist of our generation. He still drops seven albums that are arguably all classics. Like, he's still, he just dropped a song with maybe the best sample of the year, and all he said on it was whoop diddy scoop, poop poop. Like, it was still one of the hardest samples of the year. Like, this doesn't tell ta- you how serious it is that people coming out the woodworks to ask you questions that you ain't talked to since high school. They're acting like that's going to change my mind that he's not a good musician. The thing is, bro, you literally don't bump Chris Brown. You shit on him all the time because of what he did to Rihanna. I don't understand how you can separate what Kanye is doing. This shit is worse. Chris <laughs> did that to one fucking person. Yeah, He's but done I a guess lot of like things, first of all, I probably count them on two hands. <laughs> like Luke, but like the, the one thing, like you can say, I mean, you can't argue any type of intention with Chris Brown. Like when you when you beat Rihanna, there's only one intention there. You know, like I, agree. I think like I think Kanye's intention is to help. I just think he's not doing a helpful I agree. job. I think Kanye's actions were more hurtful. So I don't on a mass scale. I don't know how else you can put it maybe maybe as a like he's viewing this from a perspective of like this is something i have to do to uh, be successful in the future he's always viewed himself as thinking ahead of like ahead of time and in the past he has thought ahead of time he's predicted changes in fashion changes in music i think this time he has stepped out of his bounds he's done something that you know i don't think he has this one right like we don't know only time will tell what is Tom gonna tell me maybe this is the step that we need can you elaborate I mean no because I don't believe in it but like he (laughs) you're giving him all kinds of leeway that you do not give others you're saying he hasn't earned leeway no no what if Drake did this same shit I'd have the same response Drake hasn't made socio-political statements in the past though that's why you're giving him a pass 
Because he said George Bush hates black people? He's done more than that. I'm, that shit, no. You don't have, his past does not excuse this. That's where, that's, that's I'm not excusing I think, him. I'm saying he deserves. You are, kind of, though. I'm not, I'm saying he deserves more leeway than someone who has not done anything in the past. Because you know, in the past, things he's done is work. In the past, he's been ahead of his time. So for him to think that right now he's being ahead of his time is not out of his bounds. It's like, jackassery. We can't we can't criticize him for thinking that he's he thinks ahead of his time because he, ha- he does. Him for, he's done it before. I, I can criticize him for the actions that he's currently doing. Those Do that. I'm talking about. I'm not telling you to stop doing that. And I'm telling you that's the shit that allows people to not be able to separate artists from art. But you are making that. You're you're making the statement that like it don't matter to you, which confuses me. If I said it don't matter to me, I'd understand it. But you are always on this. If somebody is an artist and they fuck up, I gotta attach it to their artwork. I don't say that shit. Kanye West's intentions were not to hurt anyone. It doesn't matter, Munin. Yes, it does. No, it does not. Yes, it attentions does. Attentions be damned. When you're hurtful, you're hurtful. It doesn't matter. Intentions are literally in law the most important thing. There's a the, the difference between manslaughter and accidental manslaughter is huge. Like, you go to jail for both. Yeah, they're not the same sentence, though. You go to prison for both. Not you're not giving sentence. them shit, though. You're, you're, you're not I even... am. I'm saying in this situation, he's well, wrong. Okay, okay, okay. To be fair to him, we have put him on the, de- the spot where he has to defend this guy who wore a MAGA hat. So he's in a little bit of an unfair <laughs> situation. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not defending what he said in the past week. I'm defending his character. Your, I mean, is your character attached to separate to your art from artist? Image? Your character is attached to your person. To separate art from artist is separating art from the artist's character. Chris Brown's character is shit. He's a terrible person. XXX character is shit. He's a terrible person. This is why I find it hard to separate art from artist in those situations. Kanye's character hasn't changed. He's done something that I don't agree with. He's done something people shouldn't agree with. And he's done something that hurt a lot of people. But that hasn't affected how I view him as a person. What if I made the argument for Chris Brown? That his character is good? Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to hear the argument. I mean, my argument would be you don't know Chris Brown. You don't, you really don't know Kanye West. We don't, none of us do. So I we would We work tell with you what we're given. All right, what I'm giving is Chris Brown fucked up. He hit a woman. Chris Brown also did Karuchi pretty dirty publicly. Chris Brown has been into multiple altercations. That's cool. You could frame it as a dude that's hot-headed and not as a dude that's a shit person. Because there's people that have hit women that aren't shit people. He's been rude to interviewers in multiple situations. So is Russell Westbrook. So is Kanye West. (laughs) So is Kanye West. (laughs) Kanye West, Kanye, West has hit, has Kanye West has hit paparazzi physically. He physically has put their, his hands on them. They were rude to him first. Like, again, you're making excuses for Kanye West That's and Kanye West only. I'm telling you, you could okay. frame anybody as, all right, well, this is not their actual character. They're making mistakes. Like, that's that's not, that's not you don't get to do that. Like, because you don't know any of these people. So, like, where are you drawing the line? That's why I'm asking. I'm drawing the line at multiple instances where he's, Chris Brown has not defended himself. He's not been like, oh shit, I made a mistake. And when he has, it definitely hasn't been sincere. And that's what you're going by. Yes. So you judge his character off that. And Kanye West has told me basically over the past week, 
I feel like I'm right. Fuck all of y'all that's mad. All right. So you haven't shown me any remorse. So your character is shit? That's not character. He's... I, don't, I feel like you don't understand what character is. I feel like you don't understand the fact that you knowing that you are a, a social figure that you are and how you present yourself is a part of your character. It just is. Like, he knows how big of a deal he is. He knows that everything he says makes a difference. It's the way you accept that responsibility when you are as famous and popular and wealthy as he is. So he knows this. So you abusing that... I agree to, he knows it, and he thinks that this is something he has to do to advance people in the future. But this is your blind spot. It is Kanye West. Like, I'm telling you, if... Fuck, I don't know. If fucking LeBron did some shit like this, the shit pile would be just as big by all black people shitting on him. I find it hard to believe that you'd be like, ah, okay, he's looking at it from a long-term view. We'll wait and see. I just find it hard <laughs> to believe. I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like from what I've heard, at least, that Munn is more so just kind of talking what he thinks his perspective is because he does say he's irresponsible and hurtful still. I'm saying that I don't understand how we can't jump off of Kanye as an artist, but we can jump off of other people. I'm saying if LeBron came out and did it, there's no history to that. Kanye West has a history of doing LeBron these has spoken out on black issues. You, Not to the you're same wrong extent. On that. He has. In the last four years, LeBron's been huge, dude. The whole Trayvon Martin thing was speared by LeBron in the heat. Him and D-Wade did that. Okay, okay, him. Luke, I have he a question. Actually, LeBron's a good example. So if LeBron did exactly what Kanye did this past week, um, so it's like he, he's done all those good actions in the past. You know, he has the the school for, you know, the school in Cleveland that he yeah, started? Yeah, he's put $40 million yeah. into sending Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, he, so he's done all that. He's done a lot of good. He's spoken out on social change. But let's say he does exactly what Kanye does, and we make the same argument for his kind of, like, perspective on things that he's trying to help. Does that mean, like, like where is it where you make one mistake and then you're out completely? It's like, so Kanye has clearly made a mistake. I think he had good intentions. But he doubled down, Logan. But it's like, I, 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 this is just a general question. I just want to know your thoughts. Okay. I'm not trying to argue with you. It's just like... Yeah, okay, he doubles down, but it's like this is in the span of a week or two. So if Kanye comes out next year and he's like, hey, you know about those thoughts, you know, this is what I was trying to do, but I don't think I was right. Like, where would you stand? If Kanye comes out and says, I I was trying to be controversial intentionally, y'all have to understand, this is not, this does not in any way reflect who I am as a person. I was wrong. Then we'll have to accept it. Like, that's because that's a complete turnaround. You're abandoning the entire stance. So, like, if he does that, then okay. If he says, I apologize for associating my name with these people, that's different. But, Logan, that to expect that kind of apology is kind of unrealistic at this point, don't you think? Uh, I mean, you never know. You never know about people. Um, I, I was just curious about what you thought about that in general. I think, I think earlier you asked me, like, can you see yourself? It would take something like that, like a legit 360 turnaround disowning basically Trump's name's attachment to Kanye West's name. Hey, Luke. What's up? 360 degrees would get him right back to where he started. <laughs> it's an expression. <laughs> it's not literal. <laughs> Have you ever seen that Jason Kidd video, by the way? The ice cup spill? No, not the classic ice cup spill. When he was first drafted to the, to the Mavericks when they were god-awful. 
they asked him how he'd do on the team. He told them they'd turn it around 360 degrees. <laughs> and the whole reporting room like kind of went silent, and they're like, uh, Jason, um, that, that kind of gets us back to where we are now. <laughs> 180. we got to do a 180. 180. Put your back okay, to okay. it. Still not over this. Ye versus the people. Wasn't a great move. Oh, God. Futuring T as the people. That's that Williamstown, Alabama. <laughs> Wilsonville, Wilsonville, come on. Wilsonville, my bad. I get you my Confederate get cities confused. You can't get them confused. You got to have this list right about where you can't visit. Yeah, you are you are correct. <laughs> I'll mark like, off yeah, Williamstown. Wilsonville. God damn it, bro. It's like hey. anything with Williams or Wilson in it that I have to assume is racist. I was probably Williamsburg, you know. They, That's what they, I keep getting good, confused <laughs> with. <laughs> there's some good meaning people there, you know. <laughs> oh man, but I don't know. I'm curious to see how the the Kanye thing plays out. I I think we just I want to give it like a more time. I want to give it like a year and see see what happens. See if he. I just want to wait till June first and let his music speak for him. Music is not the issue. Yeah, we might be at a point where we have to separate the art from the artist. That's sad. It's crazy, bro. I'm telling you, I'm never at that point. It's weird. I'm. I don't even know if I'm right in being at that point right now. I might not be. I might be out of bounds. But it's where I'm at right now. I don't know. It seems like you have a lot of people in your bounds, though. I mean, I don't like to go off the whole other people thing. People are ignorant. Yeah, I guess I think that's the other thing. I think that's why there's like a lot of like. You know, there's kind of like a counter lash is that people just jump off of people so quick nowadays, you know? But and so now, yeah, okay. In Kanye West's defense, it is a lot of people that don't know shit about Kanye West that talk about Kanye West on Twitter. So, like, yeah, you can't, I don't want to judge it straight off of Twitter. I'm talking from me personally. So, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, pretend to be backing all the Kanye because some people are on this, uh, Kanye hatred where money was right where people were like ah he's trash anyway at at rap like that's not that's not very realistic and I'm not gonna be like Kanye is a garbage person I don't know him so I'm not gonna say no shit like that but I can only speak off the actions and impact all I know is I felt some heat in this podcast I don't know how I feel about opening that can that shit is real bro that issue touched me Real shit. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell. But like damn, we're we're good on the podcast though, right? Like I mean, there's no there's no hate around right now, right? <laughs> oh no. I'm not mad at money. I'm mad at Kanye West. Okay, good, man. I was nervous. I'm, i <laughs> you two are going at it. I'm like, fuck. No, I just started often. here. Okay, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I was like, man, I did not just start a live recorded fight, dude. <laughs> Bro, if you had been here for uh, shit people bump Chris Brown It was way worse than that <laughs> Wait shit be- Oh my god man I just I, I have to say something embarrassing I, I just had one of my friends Said he liked Post Malone That's tragic You gotta cut him off oh, bro Ex-friend <laughs> uh, He's still a current friend But it was a real bump down Wait Logan Just so I know Whether to block your number or not Did you give this new album a listen? This new post beer bongs and Bentleys. I didn't know he dropped a new. Album. I know they're playing. There it we in go, Will- Logan. Willis Town, Willisburg, Alabama. <laughs> Wilsonville is probably everywhere. You're but, a good I one, mean, Logan. I'm, you are a good one. That, 
<laughs> God. Yeah, I didn't know he dropped a new. Sorry, wait, wait, quick, quick thoughts on the KOD though. Oh my God, I I listened to it all week. I have been helping those Spotify stream numbers. <laughs> I'm in on it. I'm in on it, a hundred percent. I I've only ran it one time, so I don't even want to go there yet. I thought it that's was. That's your mistake. I think I think Logan's pretty high on it. I think yeah, he's hype. <laughs> it's a solid seven, six, six and how, a half. How many, I never how know many what scale you you're on, bro. Uh, you list <laughs> not my. <laughs> you're on that bullshit scale. <laughs> six could be all time, or six could be terrible. I never know what you. We, okay, okay, zero to dark twisted fantasy. That should be the new skid like scale. So like zero on, on a zero. scale of beer bongs to Bentleys to dark twisted fantasy. It's a seven. I give, <laughs> I give it a solid seven. Wait, what is this album's name again? Beer bongs and Bentleys. God damn. Wait, Logan, do you think it's a um? What would you rank it on J Cole's out? Because again, I've only heard it once, so I don't want to. You know, make any statement. You clearly so, listen to. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a that's okay. That's a fair question. Where is it? Where is it for me? Yeah. Um, okay. So 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 first off, I listened to it the first time through, and I was just like, it's kind of average. And then the more I've listened to it, the more I've liked it. It's really grown on me, especially the first half. I thought the first half was like, eh, but then I listened to it more, and it really grew on me. Um, but Forest Hill. No uh, no 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 not there yet. No no. No, I don't think he'll ever get there again. Oh, well, dude, Forest Hill that that was that was a classic. All right, before this uh, album came out, Money and I were having the conversation about how this album is gonna change J Cole's legacy, right? Like, if it was another Forest Hills, J Cole's is gonna pretty much solidify himself as one of the all-time greats that existed in our generation of rap. So, where do you think this changed him? If it changed him? As far as on the, I guess, top 10, 20 of our generation, do you think you moved up, down, stayed the same? Uh, oh, God. Um, I know I'm putting we, you on the spot have, here, but... Yeah, but it depends. It's like, because everyone's rankings are subjective. So who did you have them around? That, then I'll let you know if they bump... If I My thing bump was, them. as far as new age, all-time greats. Like, I'm going to say post-2010... I had. Are you about to say post Malone? Chill, dude. You know I ain't gonna say no shit like that. <laughs> I was like around the post twenty ten, maybe even two thousand and eight. I was like the active goats. I would say Wayne, if you count him as active. Yay, M, Kendrick, Drake. yeah, Drake. And I was like, J Cole is borderline trying to knock on the door. If you'd ask me after Forest Hills, I'd be like, oh hell yeah, he'll be there. But then I don't know. It's been two, three years. So, like, where do you think he slides in as far as people you're going to look at as greatest rappers ever? <clears throat> See, I don't know. Like, I think you you both are real haters on For Your Eyes Only, but I like it a lot, so. I'm going to say that it had a uh, where unanimous... Where do you rank, rank his albums? Okay, um... I'll just... I haven't listened to, like, some of, like, the mixtapes and shit that he's done. No, just, so. the, just the studios. Um, I'll shit. rank mine. I th- I have it as Forest Hills, Sideline Story, Born Sinner, this new one, Kod, and then For Your Eyes. Okay, so I- God, 
I'm having a tough time between Born Center and the sideline, deciding which one I want no, above which I, one. Honestly, I have I a tough Born time Center in the top three. Sideline story, Born Center, and Forest Hills are all very close to me. Do you think it's top so, three? Um, so I'm going to go 2014 is number one, and it's not even close. It's close. But no, it's not close for me. you got to give that sideline story a bump again. I mean, I have recently because I, I I gave a uh, I haven't gotten given Born Center a bump recently, um, but I did sideline story because I wanted to take it back before I listened to Kod to like the first one that he did, and but it's like to me 2014 is just it's just a perfectly like beginning to end written album. I don't know. Yeah, it's very like it refined. I'll, I'll give you that. Shout out to Jonah Hill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so 2014, I just thought, and it was a perfect length, everything about it was good. Um, so I think that's, that's, that's definitely number one. And then number two, uh, I want to re-listen to Born Center and Cold World Sideline. I think I could rank KOD possibly number two, but I want to check myself Mm. first because I need to, I need to compare those. We'll we'll revisit this topic next week after... We give it some time to marinate because I've listened okay, to it okay. through a few times. As of now, like two songs stand out to me: "Cut Off" Which and ones? "Kevin's Heart." Other than that, I can't see myself coming back to any of the other songs. You didn't fuck with the 1985. I did, but I couldn't like listen to it repeat. I don't know. It was just something that was interesting to listen to once. Like, I don't think I'm gonna revisit it. Did you see yeah, Pump guess... Bottle House? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> fuck. Fuck Pump. Fired. I hate I mean, that he's guy. He's just taking J. Cole's advice. <laughs> okay, okay. I guess that's true. He is, isn't he? But um, so I really liked on this one. Um, I liked the intro song. Um, photograph and ATM have grown on me. I like Kevin's uh, heart. ATM like the hook is so bad. Dude, people are big on this ATM. I'm not gonna lie. Like it kind of blew. <laughs> See, I I said it grew on me. Like I didn't like the first one. And if you include the intro, I didn't like the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven songs when I first listened to it. Mm. Like, when I first listened to it, I'm like, the first seven songs are just kind of average. <coughs> then it really grew on me. I mean, so I think if you're willing to put it to, if you're willing to put it as his second best, and that is indeed what it is, then he may have to slide into some of these almost all-time greats. See, I oh, to me this album is like a Kendrick album, but more listenable. It's almost like a Kendrick album. <laughs> Wait, okay, it's like a Kendrick album, but more listenable. <laughs> I, personally, I, I that's what? I'm just telling you what I think. You don't think Kendrick's albums are listenable? Okay, they're listenable, but it's like I don't know. I had to be in a certain kind of mood to listen to Kendrick Lamar. That was a very hot take, but. Alright, we'll revisit this podcast starting to drag a bit. I also got to run. So, we'll revisit this topic next week. We'll start off with KOD thoughts and we guarantee... Okay, yeah. yeah. How about this? How about this? Whenever we eventually come back to this, because the chances we do next week are really low, let's be honest. Um, Let's all just try to listen to all these albums again. And then when we all finally get around to that, we'll just do our rankings. Yeah. Yep. What, bro? Wow. <laughs> what did you say, dude? I didn't hear shit you said. 
You were underwater there for a second. Well, I've resurfaced. Speaking of underwater, dude, I heard about these these this there's this certain these people that live on an island and they've like genetically adapted to where they can hold their breath for like fifteen minutes underwater for like two hundred meters down. Yeah, we'll talk about that on the next <laughs> one too. Okay, anyways, let's listen to all the old J. Cole albums so we can give, like, an accurate ranking. That's all. all right, also listen to the Kendrick one since you're coming with the disrespect right now. But I didn't come with disrespect. That's a whole damn have... podcast about you saying that Kendrick <laughs> doesn't have listenable albums. I, okay, yeah, we gotta address them. I'm not hating Kendrick. I just think if we're going listenability... That sounded listenability, like some Kendrick hate. If we're going listenability, no one beats Drake. Drake is the winner of the 2010s. He is the artist of the 2010s. That's fair. Um, but, uh, the sixth guy. But anyways, um, yeah, so this has been the Benefit of the Doubt podcast. Uh, really quick before we leave, um, make sure to check out Podchaser at Podchaser at Twitter. Uh, we have been in touch with some of their developers. and They have helped set up a one-stop shop for our podcast that you can listen to no matter your platform, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, whatever you want to listen to. Uh, they've been really great. Uh, I would recommend them for anything that you need podcast-wise. We're giving them a free promo read right now just because they are so nice and awesome. Uh, so for those listeners out there, if you want to start your own podcast, I recommend reaching out to the Podchaser individuals, uh, letting them know. They, they can set you up uh, right as rain. Um, well, anyways, do you guys have anything else? No, we'll, uh, insert a Quavo snippet here. Uh, you shouldn't insert a Quavo snippet long before this. We just started to drag for a little. I mean, then you disappeared or whatever the <laughs> fuck that was. Apparently, I decided to go swimming. Yeah, Who you knew? literally sounded like you were underwater screaming at us. I don't know what Okay, that to hey. bring it back to the beginning before we end, Luke, I gotta know. No one else responded on it. Who do you think is going to win, Houston or Utah? Houston. Utah. At this point, yes. I just don't want to see you get anything else right, Logan. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> and who do you got coming out of the east? Philly, Utah, Braun. <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't even say. It. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to figure that out. But anyways, okay, podcast. We're done. Scene. Cut it. Wrap that shit up. Out. Oh wait, stop recording.